Hello everyone, welcome back to the Friends You Can Keep podcast. It's been quite a while since we spoke. Um, Start off by telling you the why. For those of you not in the know, I have been... Well, I talked about it in other episodes, but I've been in and out of the hospital since Halloween. And we are now in January, which is startling, but... um, Yeah. I have an abscess in my stomach, and it took until the fourth emergency room admittance to the hospital to finally get a colonoscopy done, and we've decided that now once the inflammation and the abscesses have subsided and decreased and gone down and what have you, I will be getting surgery to have my colostomy bag turned into an ileostomy, which is basically just moving it from my left side tied into my large intestine to my right side tied into my small intestine. Uh, Still temporary at this point, probably going to be permanent. Uh, Of all the things in my life that I'm optimistic about, that's not one of them. Um, Yeah, so that's it. Uh, Hospital stays and visits, and with that... I have a lot of uh, things that I've watched and caught up on, so I'll fill you in on some of that in this episode. But before we get to that, I will give you an update on the show. Um, the next couple of episodes, if I'm being totally honest, are probably going to be just me. I don't know how entertaining that is to people. I don't know how interested people are in that. I haven't gotten a lot of feedback about it, but it is what it is. Um... You know, people are busy. I, we, Tony is sleeping better than what he was, but we also have a baby. So I'm not going to expect Kelly to stay up late and record these, especially if they're both here. If my parents took Tony for the weekend, maybe we could work it out, but I don't know. Um, Cross that bridge when we come to it. But, you know, Andy's busy. Ryan Davis is busy, Ryan Starczewski is busy, um, just people are busy, this is what it is, and I'm still here, I'm still doing it, trying to work on things, trying to get things out to the world, trying to get things out to the listeners, because I know that we have a small but loyal fan base, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate every single one of you, but... I get it if you don't want to listen to just me. It's fine. But that's what it is for now. And hopefully at some point we can get on a more consistent basis with a co-host and guests and what have you. And yeah, but for now, we're diving in. Turn my heater off because it's not that hot. Um... First things first, that I have in my notes during my last hospital stay, because it's now available on HBO Max, I caught up on everything, everywhere, all at once. I will tell you, great movie, I really enjoyed it, a strange movie, I do think the awards that it is receiving, that it's nominated for or deserved. I think it was 
fine acting. I will say I'm confused, though, on... I saw a lot of chatter online about Jamie Lee Curtis and her nominations and stuff for awards and awards that she should be up for and receiving. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's great. But she doesn't... I don't know. She just doesn't do enough in this movie for me to feel like oh yeah, you should definitely win Best Supporting Actress. Because like, she's she's in it. She's a big part of the movie, but she's just not, to me, I don't know. She just doesn't do enough in that movie to warrant that for, for, my, for my taste and my opinion. Um, but I would say definitely see it. It's a strange movie, but it's, it's very good. It's very funny. Um... And it's a weird, like, I'm I'm slowly realizing that A24 is a strange breed of uh, production company. And I won't, I mean, I'll, I'll watch, I really kind of want to watch Midsommar, but I don't know. Their horror movies look like they're a bit too much even for me. Hereditary looked like it was too much and I heard it wasn't great. But then they've done other movies that aren't horror movies, and it's just kind of all over the place. And there's movies they've done that I didn't like, like Uncut Gems. And I think they did Tusk, which just, oh god, Tusk is such a bad movie. But, um, yeah, so see everything everywhere all at once. Highly recommended by the Friends You Can Keep podcast. Another highly recommended show, or movie, sorry, from the Friends You Can Keep podcast that I finally caught up on. I'm super late on this one, I feel like, but Jordan Peele's NOPE, which he has now revealed stands for Not of Planet Earth. It is an acronym. It is not just the word NOPE. Uh, But yeah, I watched it, and every one of his movies have been... um, unexpected to me in that the trailer for Get Out looked horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. And then it wasn't that scary. Psychological, definitely. But not as much of like a horror movie to me as the trailer made it seem. Us was the same way. Now, Us was was more of a horror movie, but again... The trailer looked terrifying. Not as bad as you'd think it'd be. And then this one, I kept expecting, because Get Out is an allegory for racism and Us is an allegory for things happening in America and a bit of race. Like, there's all kinds of stuff happening in that movie. So I kept expecting, like, the trailer dropped, and I'm like, oh, this movie's going to be an allegory for religion, and this movie's going to be, you know, here's the underlying message of this one. And then you watch it, and you're kind of like, oh, no, this movie is legitimately, like, it's it's just aliens. This movie is just about aliens. Still, great movie. Um, Definitely more of a, again, falls into the category of being more of a thriller than a horror movie, but 
I think it's really good. Um, not a full blown movie. I'm just going the one the order of my notes, by the way, because these are kind of all over the place. But uh, the teaser trailer for the Barbie movie with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling is amazing. If you are not uh, privy to it, you should watch the opening scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey. You can just look up the opening scene on YouTube. I've never seen that movie, but I'm aware of that. I'm aware of many of the scenes from parodies and spoofs and just from it being like a huge pop culture staple. But watch the opening scene to that movie and then watch the trailer. It's so fucking funny what they did for the teaser trailer for Barbie. It's so good. Um, I'm more excited for that movie than I feel like I should be. Mythiquest on Apple TV Plus, the Rob McElhenney show about uh, the video game that his character created. Season 3 came out. I'm not sure when, but it's out. Caught up on that. Still great. Season 1, Season 2 were amazing. Season 3 is so good. So if you have Apple TV+, Plus, I highly recommend... And you're not watching Mythiquest. I highly recommend Mythiquest. They're very quick episodes, it feels like. And it's so funny. In so many different ways. But... Yeah, it's really good. It's a great show. What is this? Review 5 writing suggestion. Oh, I don't want that. Sorry, figuring out stuff on my phone. Um, Next note. I started and finished the show Community. I put on my personal Facebook page that uh, I, in this, I'll die on this hill that I think Community is a better show than The Office. And I feel like Community didn't get the praise that it deserved. Therefore, I think it borderline makes it um, underappreciated. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm completely blanking on what word I'm thinking of. Underappreciated's good. But I can't... That's going to bug the shit out of me. Okay, thought my water bottle was open. There we go. Um... Anyways, underrated. There it is. Wow, that took me a lot longer than it should have. I think it's very underrated. Um, I had to watch. Well, I'm mad because I wasn't aware that it was on Netflix. So I watched it on Hulu with ads. And then I realized it was on Netflix still. And that kind of pissed me off. But um, 
I had to watch the D&D episode on, I think, YouTube in seven parts. And I think it's so, I mean, I get it. I get the whole thing with it. I get that Ken Jong is in blackface and it's a, it's a thing and we had to scrub all of that from existence and whatever, but he's not really in blackface. It's a very weird thing and they acknowledge it on the show, but it's so funny to me that like, you can't watch that episode. They scrubbed that episode from existence because of that. But yet this is a show where like, constantly constantly Chevy Chase is just like that's gay that's the gayest thing I've ever heard the Ken Jong meme where it's just him like yelling gay there's so many things that are hysterical about that show and it's funny because they do things like that or, like, Chevy Chase's character is just super old, so the joke is, like, he's homophobic, he's racist, he's sexist, he's all these things. And they do it in a much better way than The Office does it with Michael Scott in the early seasons. But it's funny to me that, like, all that exists, but the rest of the show is fine. It's just that one episode, because Ken Jong is quote-unquote in blackface, that you can't watch it. But everything else is fine. The gay jokes are fine. You know, everything else is fine. Just, just that's the problem. Um, but yeah, I think Community is amazing. Can't wait for the movie to come out. The other movie I watched, and this one I just watched, and this one's a bit more recent, is The Menu. I think it is very good. Funnier than I expected. And the only thing... The only mark against it that I had was the ending. And it was a good ending, but it just felt lackluster. Like, it felt like it was ramping up to something more than what that ending was. But still good. Still enjoyed it. Um, we also just watched Glass Onion. Because normally we go to the movies on New Year's Day but we decided there's nothing in theaters to see worth paying to see. We were going to go see um, I Want to Dance with Somebody, but at the end of the day, I was like, do I really want to pay to see a Whitney Houston biopic that is not going to be that good? So we decided to stay home. Glass Onion's on Netflix, so we watched Glass Onion. Um, I think it was great. I think Ryan Johnson is a fantastic filmmaker. I loved the Benoit Blanc character. I loved Leslie Osmond Jr. and Catherine Hahn and Edward Norton as this pseudo. He's not supposed to be Elon Musk, but he's very much giving off Elon Musk vibes. Batista, I think, is amazing. I definitely agree with Ryan Johnson's statement that Batista is the greatest wrestler turned actor because he is. Um, but yeah. Glass Onion was great. I'm not calling it a Knives Out mystery or a Knives Out story or whatever it's called because Ryan Johnson has been very vocal about how much he fucking hates that he had to put Knives Out in the title of this movie because he's like, it's got nothing to do with Knives Out. The only thing that's carrying it over is Benoit Blanc. Like, there's not... This isn't a sequel to Knives Out in the sense of, like, 
oh, we're following a new storyline. Like, no, it's just a, like, it just, Benoit Blanc is the only, like, you should have just called it a Benoit Blanc story. But still great, great actors, great writing, great directing, great movie. Definitely watch it on Netflix. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I watched, this falls under, I guess, television. I So I watched Smosh. Uh, they did a live special last year that was under the influence. And the whole premise was just, we're going to do all the stuff we do on TV or on YouTube. But we're going to be drunk. And it was fun. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing that I've ever paid for, but it was fun. And they did it again this year, and I contemplated, like, do I do I want to buy it? Do I not want to buy it? Whatever. Decided to get it. This one was called Smosh Under the Mistletoe. I don't, you know... I was buying the Your Mom's House live. I think I watched three or four of them, and whatever the last one was I watched, I tapped out halfway through. Not only was the the interview that Tom did with his sister boring but then it was just it's too much I couldn't take like I could deal with the gross videos on YouTube because they don't show you that gross stuff on YouTube but I think this one was like I sat through them shoving something into some guy's ass and then I was like already turning my head away and then somebody said like oh the next clip started playing and someone said something about like they were shoving things into the guy's urethra and I'm like nope I'm out turned it off immediately didn't finish it didn't watch it I'm like you immediately lost me not 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 doing that so I stopped watching those and like for a whole different reason I think I'm probably done with the Smosh live ones I like Smosh I like the videos they do I like the people on Smosh their cast, their crew, but like, it's, it's so. Kelly and I also watched Good Mythical Evening. I think Good Mythical Evening is great because Good Mythical Evening is them drinking and having a good time and acting more adult. But it's essentially you take Good Mythical Morning and you ramp it up a little bit. Whereas Smosh Under the Mistletoe. Sure, your whole thing is like, we're drinking. That's what makes it worth it for you to buy this. But you're not, they're not acting really any different than they already do on their main channel on YouTube. So if anything, it's just more chaotic. And it's like, I don't really need to watch, I don't need to pay to watch Smosh just be more chaotic. It's just not worth it to me. And, like, this one was, I feel like this one was worse because there was so much, if you're aware of their cast, great. If not, it doesn't really matter. But there's a cast member named Keith. And I don't hate Keith, but he's definitely not the best that Smosh has. I don't find him to be that funny. I find him to be more annoying. And the same thing with Noah, but like there was so much Keith in this episode. So much Keith. And when he's drunk, he's just like louder and more obnoxious than he already is. And it just wasn't that funny. 
Um, but it had its moments. It was it was okay. I don't regret paying for it, but I I don't think I'll pay for the next Smosh Live. I don't. I just don't think it's worth it. They're not doing enough that's different from what they already do for free on YouTube. Um, but in the same vein of YouTubers doing live shows that you can pay for, I also uh, purchased the Try Guys Without a Recipe Live. That was definitely worth it. This whole season of Without a Recipe is hysterical because of all the bullshit happening with Ned. And the way they edited around it and the way they addressed it was so funny. But the finale, the live finale was great. You could vote. The camera, you could choose different camera angles, the way they cut the cameras, just the way that they put that whole production together was fantastic. I think it was top notch. And I would definitely uh, buy whatever. live show they do next i hope they do more um but yeah i had a couple other talking points but i think i'll save them because they're more of a a group conversation thing than they are a solo act so we'll once again leave you with a short half hour episode like I said, I'm going to try my damnedest to get another episode out next week. It'll probably just be me again, but maybe we'll get a guest. We'll see. We'll see how things shake out. We'll see what things I can make work and do. But until then, you have homework assignments on movies to catch up on. Um... Yeah. HBO Max is great for catching up on movies. I think Amsterdam is out. The new Christian Bale, Margot Robin movies on there. Um, the Banshees of Inchereen with Colin Farrell is on there. I wanted to watch that. They have the John Wick collection now, which I tried my hardest for so long to watch those movies, but they weren't anywhere. And now all three of them are on HBO Max, so I'm definitely going to watch those at some point. There's something tenants on there now. There's tons of shit on HBO Max that I want to catch up on. So we'll definitely be getting more uh, movie reviews at some point down the road. And I got to catch up on so many shows. And I think Kelly and I discussed like just catching up without each other because of our sleep schedules being so different and the baby and stuff. So like White Lotus season two, I got to catch up on and the flight attendant season two i may or may not watch so we'll see we'll see how things shake out but thanks for joining us thanks for sticking with us through these hard times and nonsense and tomfoolery and we appreciate it we love you guys um yeah just keep keep being awesome keep being great keep listening we'll talk to you guys next week we love you good night